0: Happy New Year from Two Guys and a Chainsaw. I'm Todd. And I'm Craig. 2024. I don't know if it's going to get any better than 2023. Honestly, I'm going to try to remain hopeful and positive, but uh, holy crap, we have had a few interesting years these last few years, and uh, I feel like the future is a big unknown. So I'm entering 2024 with a bit of trepidation, but always hopeful. The world constantly surprises me. I'm just hoping that someday soon it'll start surprising me in the right direction instead
1: of the wrong direction. (laughs) I'm going to be optimistic and say I think 2024 is going to be great. 2023 was better than the years before. Like For you. I mean, we went through that stupid pandemic. (laughs) 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 Uh, And I, I, I don't mean to downplay it. I just mean it sucked. We went through that pandemic and we've come out of it. And I know things aren't perfect but i really think things are getting better and i i think they're gonna keep getting better well i sure yeah i i have to, i i have to be optimistic <laughs> i sure hope so i mean if you live in the
0: <laughs> middle east right now 2023 has been a bit of a nightmare oh i know so uh it's terrible yeah but hopefully we can only go up from here if... and
1: and yeah and and god willing I just I have I have no idea how that conflict is going to be resolved, uh, but uh, I certainly hope it is somehow because it's terrible. Well, it's what, a, we... what a fun way to start out our New
0: Year's right. Podcast. I know I feel a little guilty for saying that, but you know it is a New <laughs> Year. It's time for reflection. It's time for looking ahead as well as looking back. And
1: that's true. And um,
0: this year we always well we always try to do a New Year's themed podcast. There are even fewer New Year's themed horror movies than there are easter themed horror movies i think (laughs) Uh,
1: i'm not sure how we missed this one Uh, until you brought it to my attention this year and it came to my attention when you posted it as a choice on a poll on our patreon page like i i had never heard of it before that right it came out in 2020 Uh, maybe because it's foreign did it come out in the states in 2020 well i, be- I mean it's, it's a netflix production so presumably it did
0: yeah i think you it's definitely a netflix production i'm sure just like they do with all their foreign films as they put it on and and you know for everybody I, I mean not all their foreign films but the ones that they produce they seem to have a like a i mean I, maybe i'm giving netflix too much credit but i know that they're big on data you know and the productions yeah. that, that they produce themselves and put money into are very much um geared towards data and what they think their users are. I think I see a trend where they're trying to get foreign films that are going to have a wide appeal cross borders. And and so I sort of have this feeling that this film was funded with the even though it's Polish was funded with the intent that they could throw it up in a, in a lot of different markets. And I don't think that's wrong. I think this film it's not distinctly Polish. I mean, no. The, you know, it takes place in Poland. Obviously, they're speaking Polish. I'm sure there's some humor in here. Maybe I didn't get. There's a lot of humor in here. I did get. I, I thought this was a very funny movie in many ways. Very dark comedy is what it turns out to be. But yeah, I thought this movie could have just as easily been produced in the U.S. in English, and it would have. Uh, it wouldn't have felt any different.
1: No, it felt very American especially since the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Okay, now I did I did read after I watched the movie. I read reviews and one of the reviews was titled Watch the sub not the dub. Which one did you watch?
0: I watched the sub.
1: Okay, I watched the dub because they said they said that if you watch it in the original Polish with the subtitles, the jokes are closer in translation as opposed to the dub where they I don't know. I don't know how you Americanize a translation, but that's what they made it sound like. Now, again, I'm talking about a user review. So I see. I have no idea about the accuracy of that, but no, it felt very American to me. I was starting to say, especially since the soundtrack is largely like 70s and 80s rock. Yeah. Which I I loved. (laughs) 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 It was fantastic. Like I want to go aside from all the dying, I want to go to that new year's party. They were playing the most fun music and, People were dancing were and super into it. It was awesome. Have we even said what movie we were watching?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's called All My Friends Are Dead from 2020. We posed this to our patrons. We had a list of about three, I think I put up three or four movies, uh, one of which was Schwarzenegger's End of Days, which I was sure I thought would for win. sure
1: I was positive that was going to win.
0: But no, maybe, maybe it was the description, you know, that kind of uh, caught people's interest on this one. Basically during a New Year's Eve party, a bunch of friends, a series of crazy events, brings out secrets, breaks hearts, and leads to a shocking ending, which sounds like a lot of horror movies we've reviewed here. So I'll bet, I'll bet that one put it over the edge. Maybe that and or the fact that maybe a lot of people haven't seen it, were curious about it, I don't know.
1: Maybe, I, I don't know either, but when I saw the title, it was familiar to me because I own a small illustrated book called All My Friends Are Dead. There's like a, a satirical book. Yes, with a dinosaur on the cover, right? Yes, the sad brontosaurus on uh-huh. the front. It says, all my friends are dead. And then <laughs> the uh, the rest of them are like plays on that. Like, I you know, I don't remember. It's like a piece of baloney. It's like, all my friends are bread. And like <laughs> a, a bunch, but it's really funny. And I thought that it was so funny that I had the cover, no, I didn't. My sister had the cover the cover made into a T-shirt for me. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> I
0: just thought it was so funny. Well, it is hilarious. That sad
1: brontosaurus. All my friends are dead. <laughs> and and I thought surely, surely this can't be a film adaptation of that book, and it's not.
0: <laughs> no, it's not.
1: There's also a new movie in pre-production in America called "All My Friends Are Dead." Oh. That at, when I read the description of it. It doesn't sound like it's connected to this movie at all, but it's a similar thing. It's like a group of friends all get together to go to a concert until they start getting picked off one by one. Okay, wow. okay. like you said, like every slasher movie ever.
2: <laughs> but
1: it's going uh, they just cast Jojo Siwa <laughs> in it. Oh, really? Um, that not, was the only...
0: Who is that? I don't know.
1: Oh, my... Well, she's a huge... <laughs> teen pop star like yeah she's huge especially with like tween girls
2: oh
0: well i'm not a tween girl to be fair and i haven't been living in the u.s for i know
1: but you that's it you don't live in the u.s if you lived in the u.s you would know who jojo siwa was oh
0: okay so that sounds stupid that's like me asking like oh who's who's this britney spears i've been
1: (laughs) (laughs) kind of i mean she's not that big but she definitely has a really really like rabid fan base of tween girls. She started out as a little girl on the show Dance Moms. Do you know what that is?
0: I've I've heard of it. Yeah.
1: She started out on that and she's a very talented young lady. She's very talented. Now she's an adult, a young adult. She has come out as queer. She's still very successful. She did Dancing with the Stars and has done a whole bunch of stuff that's entirely irrelevant to this movie.
2: Um,
1: (laughs) So... In 2020, a movie came out called All My Friends Are Dead. <laughs> Thanks
0: for keeping us on topic, Craig.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I have to say, like, uh, I was at first very intimidated by this movie because I could tell that we were going to have a lot of characters to keep track oh of. Oh, my God. Thankfully, I think the movie did a pretty good job of keeping things sorted. Like, people didn't look like each other. People were kind of in their different zones of the house for most of the time and it was almost like they were interacting as clumps until you know they didn't anymore so that doesn't really concern anybody but two guys who are trying to do a podcast and who need to take notes and remember everyone's names right and the fact that these names are polish i don't know if they america did they americanize the names. yes
1: they did so we may be calling them well it would have Different been easy
0: things. to do because, like, there's Oliwia, Oliwia, which is, like, probably Olivia. There's Filip, which is Philip, Anastasia. I think probably half of our names come from Polish anyway.
1: So. Honestly, had had I had more time, and I do, I you know, I'm on uh, Christmas break from school. I have all the time in the world, but I'm just playing video games and... <sighs> Sleeping well, good for you. Why not?
2: It's
0: your
1: break, <laughs> right? Um, I, I did have time. I, I wish I would have watched it again because watching it the first time in the first half hour, maybe even a little bit more, I was like, ugh, there's so many people, yeah. And I like, and, and I'm frantically trying to, you know, like, I'm glad that people probably don't understand. How we, how I watch these movies because I don't, I only watch movies like this in podcasts. If I was for for the podcast, if I was just watching this movie by myself, I don't care what their names are. Who cares? Like that guy, whatever. Who cares? But I know I'm going to have to talk about it later, so I'm like, (laughs) like I'm desperate, (laughs) like I'm paying bird's eye attention like somebody say his name somebody say his name Uh, so I know who it is and sometimes I have to put in like place fillers like uh brunette long-haired girl and, and then try to go back and fill it in when somebody finally does say their names and so I was frustrated by that for like the first half hour and once I got over that and once I kind of Because ultimately, you're right. They're really not all that hard to keep track of. There are a lot of them, um, but they're not all that hard to keep track of. So by the second half, I was far more into it. I, I, I watched it in two sittings. Sat down and watched the first half. Said to Alan, "Uh, spoiler alert! It's a stupid movie."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, early judgment there.
1: And then I sat down the the next day and watched the second half, and said to him afterwards, "I actually liked the second half. Like, yeah. I, I got into it. So, I think if I were to watch it again." I might be able to just sit back and relax and, and enjoy, enjoy it, it from beginning to end. Yeah.
0: Well, all those names and all those people and it's kind of part of the appeal because it's, it's a bit of a high concept. And I think it's very clever that it doesn't kick off with the party. The movie kicks off with a bit of a wraparound where in present day, it's New Year's Day. It's at a house after some crime. And there's a detective on the scene. I think his name was Gregor. Well,
1: who it, cares? It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> this was kind of funny. I thought that what was great about this movie is it is very much a dark comedy. They took every opportunity to inject some humor in there, but not to the point where it was distracting or it was dumb. I actually think most of it was pretty fun and pretty clever. Yeah. This guy's new on the scene, and then the old grizzled detective, you know, who's his new partner, comes up. They're going through the house together, and this house was the scene of a party for New Year's Eve, and every single person in there is dead.
1: Everybody, we're talking like...
0: 50 people? The detective says double digits, something about double digits. And I was like, oh, my God. And and I think I read afterwards online or in, in the in the trivia, there's only 19. Yeah. But that's a hell of a lot of bodies to have to it explain. It looks like,
1: oh, yeah, a lot. And it looks like more. Like, yeah. imagine a house party full of people, and they're all just dead on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And not
0: just, not just, like, somebody came in and gunned them all down, either. There's somebody hanging there's somebody yeah. tied up in on a bed. There's like people like crashed on the piano. There's people I mean, there's all these different methods of murder or death that have taken place in this house that it's great because you watch this and you're like, Oh my goodness. So the story is we're gonna unpack this. We're gonna see how this all took place.
1: Right. And that's a great lead in because you're like, What? <laughs> <something>. <laughs> exactly. there's no way what unless like that's the thing unless somebody came in with a machine gun like it just doesn't make any sense
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and there are all kinds of people most of them are teenagers or i don't know 20 something are they supposed to be 20 somethings
0: i guess yeah that's what i would think but
1: there's one like older woman <laughs> and the like the older detective like leans down and takes off her necklace and gives it to the younger detective. He's like, Oh yeah. Evidence. And he's like, no, my wife's going to love this. Yeah. (laughs) Silly little things. And then there was one thing that I, they're just looking around and it, doesn't it's inconsequential really except for the fact that when they walk into one room maybe it's where the pizza delivery guy is hanging and you can tell he's a police he's in a uniform Mm -hmm. the young cop sees it and barfs i think this is before they've seen the room full of bodies yeah Um, this is the first body they come upon it's in the bathroom and he kneels down at the toilet and throws up and the guy hands him some toilet paper and he wipes his mouth with it and flushes it down the toilet and then he's like hey wait where'd you get that paper i hope it wasn't important and i'm like well obviously <laughs> little things like that like that's just briefly mentioned in the first like three minutes by the time that it came back up in the last three minutes,
0: oh god, I had
1: forgot I had forgotten about it.
0: There are there are payoffs for everything in here. Actually, I think this movie is very very clever, and we'll talk about it later because once you start thinking about it, <sighs> there are some things inserted in here. There are some thematic elements and stuff that are that are interesting. Some things I had to kind of read about online afterwards because I wasn't absolutely certain, and I needed some clarification on. But uh, the writer director. uh I, I don't know it's, if it's Jan or Jan or something like that. Belchi. Uh, Bel- I don't even know how to pronounce these Polish names. There are no vowels, and it's all consonants smashed together. But it's like Jan Belzel or something like that um, from Slovenia uh, moved to Warsaw in 2015. And uh, uh, he was a first-time writer-director, I think, on this one. He had just uh, created a TV miniseries before this which had five episodes so he put a second movie together called girls to buy which is after this one which sounds like more of a drama about prostitutes doesn't have anything in the works at least as far as imdb goes but i think um this is a very great first feature for any up-and-coming director because the writing is smart it's it's very like you said like the first half to three quarters really of this movie is just shenanigans at a party We've seen so many teen party movies, shenanigans happening, things like that. It's really hard maybe to keep that fresh and interesting. And there were, were moments early on in this movie where I thought I was going to get bored because I don't necessarily... When you sit down to watch a horror movie, you're not really that interested in... in <laughs> In so much character development, it's so funny. Like we say these things back and forth. It's like too much character development, not enough character not enough. development. Right? <laughs> in this case, after I'd seen the movie for about twenty minutes, I was like, you know what? This film has done an excellent job, yeah, of developing these characters through funny dialogue, through witty and an interesting interactions that I felt were not so cliche. You know, they were still kind of no. fresh.
1: They're relatively flat, like, but everybody at yeah. least has a distinctive person characteristic, and it's not just stereotypes. I mean, it is. Yes. There are stereotypes. The, what I was going to say before is, I think the movie is incredibly well written because the relationships between the characters are intricate. It is a spider's web yes. of relationships. <laughs> And and that's essential to the plot. Uh-huh. Without this spider web of interlaced relationships, the plot wouldn't happen. Because it's a Rube Goldberg contrivance of a series of events that are dependent upon these relationships. Yeah. Like any it's 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 American Pie basically, Mm -hmm. in that it's a bunch of teenagers, 20-somethings, humping and drinking and doing drugs and playing guitar and dancing and flirting and cheating and boyfriending and girlfriending and proposing. It's all of that American Pie-type comedy stuff, but then through a series of (laughs) 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 events, they all start getting killed. But the other thing is that it's, also, more creative than our typical fare because it is not a slasher. Yeah, most I. Oh my gosh, I'm racking my brain. Most of the deaths in this movie. Keep in mind, we just told you they all f- die. Yeah, most of the deaths in this movie are by accident.
0: Yeah, at least it starts out that way. It becomes carelessness, accident, things like that. And it's funny because the one person. Who seems to take action to actually want to murder somebody in this movie ends up fing instead. <laughs>
1: Oh god. So crazy. Like I, I were just so smart. I loved it. Well, it was crazy at the end. We're we're jumping ahead of ourselves. There's like this huge climax.
0: Oh god. Like
1: this violent, violent climax. But in the midst of it, there is also the raunchiest sex scene that we've seen yet. Like there has been there has been sex like so much sex happening throughout this whole movie but for the most part everybody like has their clothes on yeah <laughs> which which makes sense you're at a party like I, you know <laughs> anybody could walk in at any be time ready to usually, cover up. You, right you usually don't strip nude as you might in your home but these folks in the end do and damn <laughs> They go at it Seriously That's that's the end And I don't want to Jump to the end No But at the same time What can we do There are a thousand characters And it is so Heavily Plotted Yeah I guess we should just kind of start with the inciting incident. Like, there's all these characters. They're mostly 20-somethings. They're in various stages of relationships. um, But this one girl who kind of seemed like she was going to be the main girl, she's the girl on the cover art. Mm -hmm. She's got, like stickers on her face yeah
0: like <laughs> glitter i think like this is a thing yeah the little glittery uh cheek stuff mm-hmm.
1: and she's got a boyfriend but there's this photographer guy and she happens to see that he's been taking pictures of all night she you know gets her hands on his camera or whatever so she's and her boyfriend's a douche and so she starts flirting with him and they end up in like a library or something she's also like an ast- astrologist like she's oh, very into like yeah. astrology and stuff and she has this whole conversation about like stars aligning and the universe you know everything everything happens for a reason and
0: fate and and star signs she tries to guess the Philip I think its name is Philip is the photographer's name she tries yeah. to guess his star sign and then tell him all about himself and she does and she's startlingly accurate and then he turns around and this was This was clever, too. He, Because I know this is all bullshit, personally. I'm sorry if you believe it, but it's bullshit. (laughs) Anyway, he turns around.
2: Okay, it's my turn now. Uh, Here, open your hand up for me. You have a palm and five fingers. Stop. No. This hand belongs to someone who's stubborn, also an air sign, and fiercely individual, but intensely loyal. Mm-hmm. You're very social, not very patient, and kind of intolerant. Oh. What? Here, on the lifeline, there's some kind of darkness, upheaval that impacted your life choices. And the exes right here, they say that you were hurt. A friend or lover betrayed your trust. You have Aquarius's sensual lips. did you know all that i'm psychic you know the age of aquarius is the air sign of fantasy a blissful liberation of desire between libra and aquarius that knows no bounds i believe it Mm-hmm. it's too bad in a parallel universe where we're both single who knows what could happen
0: i know later on in the movie they're in the midst of chaos She's like I told you all the stars are aligning this is this was faded. this is going to happen. And he says no they're not. She's like but you read me. You knew my you knew my stuff. He's like it was bullshit and he lists off all the ways that he basically did a cold reading on her. He's like Aries because Aries is the most I just guessed Aries because that's like my mom's star sign. It's the only one I knew.
1: <laughs> oh my god. And he's like you saying that out loud now connects to something else later mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's oh, so funny yeah and okay. then
0: and then like you know he tells her and then I just knew that most girls are like this and most people like this and like whatever it is like I just guess all that stuff I don't know anything about you
1: I feel like we're gonna have to fly through all of this because there's so much so anyway she takes him off to like a library and she's flirting with him and and like super super flirting with him Oh my god! I remember being in college. I remember being like that. Like I know, right? <laughs> being in those scenarios where like it's hypersexual and it's like, hmm, will we? Won't we? I don't know. Right. Um, but anyway, like she finds a key to something, and it turns out to be like to a gun safe or a gun box. Or something she pulls out a gun. It's like she's swinging it around, oh pointing at him, and he keeps saying. Don't point it at me.
0: i <sighs> like a dumbass. These, these
1: things, this is a dark comedy, so I'll allow it. But these things make me so uncomfortable because people honestly just don't understand how powerful guns are and they're, they're nothing to be messed with. Young people out there, if you're ever at a party and you're drunk and you find somebody's gun, don't touch it. Don't touch Leave it. Leave it where it is. Oh. Don't even touch it. Leave it alone.
0: People have seen too many movies, too, and they just swing guns around like it's nothing. Like, oh, my God, a gun can go off and then someone is dead. It is just you just don't play around with it. Definitely not like this girl is. And definitely not like the girls later are just like spinning it around their finger like the cowboys in a movie. I was on the edge of my seat just because of
2: that.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, and, and I mean, like I said, it's a dark comedy. What we're talking about is ultimately what happens. Like, she's mes- he's going to show her how to shoot it, but instead, as he's, like, helping her aim with her other hand, she's reaching into his pants and jerking him off, and then... They start banging on the desk and she's just waving the gun around. Yeah, she just got it over her head sex. while
0: she's laying down and just waving the gun around like, drop that thing. Well, don't drop it actually.
1: No, put it don't. down <laughs> s- s- Like <laughs> stop having sex. put the gun safely away and resume. This is it's, uh, the, What we're talking about is exactly what happens. The uh, host of the party Merrick. hears them, mm-hmm. and yeah, Merritt, whatever, he's this doofy-looking, well, I mean, he's a good-looking guy, but he's supposed to be kind of a butthead, I guess. A little I don't bit. Know, whatever. I
0: don't know. I thought he came across, like, at first I thought, okay, this is the butthead guy, but then He's a little charming, and then you kind of think maybe he's not that bad, you know. But uh, no,
1: we we barely get to know him at all. No, sadly, he he does stiff uh, the pizza guy, which wasn't very nice. But he just peeks in because he hears somebody banging, and they get startled, and he slams the door, and she pulls the trigger and shoots him in the head. Ugh. blood splatters on the painting behind him and he falls dead and he's dead. And that sets off a series of events. Right, right. but not quickly. In which everyone dies. No, not necessarily. Now, now, I don't even understand now. What is this Philip or Philippe or whatever Thinking of. is like intent on hiding the body? So now it becomes a hide the body farce for about, 10 minutes
0: more than that but yeah I mean it's 10 minutes because it keeps coming back like this is the thing like the party stops for a minute because they hear a noise and then they all start up again so like where we know that nobody really heard what was going on nobody really cares only this couple knows what happened and even at first she and I think her name is Anastasia she at first doesn't realize he's dead because Philip is like Oh, he's sleeping. Haha. Kind of drags him off. He's Jokey Merrick or whatever. And she's uh, not I think quite she sure. knows.
1: She knows it's the other girl, Olivia, who is Daniel or er- he's <laughs> they're all like interrelated. This this yeah. girl Olivia comes, he happens to be the sister of another character, Daniel, who is engaged or no, is is proposing to Angelica. I swear to God, so many characters. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. A girl comes in, and he's like, no, she's he's just asleep. And she's like, isn't that blood on the floor? And he's like, no, it's ketchup. And she's like, I think it's blood. And he grabs a piece of pizza off the floor, and dips it in the blood and eats it oh god that was so (laughs) gross (laughs) it says mmm ketchup (laughs) (laughs) by the
0: way did you know I don't know because it's it's not common in the states but did you know that it's very common at least in Asia to put ketchup on your pizza
1: no pizza I order here
0: is like uh it comes with ketchup packets
1: yeah ketchup's delicious on pizza really sometimes yeah sometimes alan and i make cheeseburger like bacon cheeseburger pizza and we just mix ketchup and mustard for the sauce oh well, that's good
0: okay yeah
1: or or just on a regular pizza just like put a little bit of ketchup on top before you bake it and then it caramelizes
0: now i think you're weird but that's okay you you want to know a secret you want to know a secret thing though just so to even things out in Japan, it's common to put mayonnaise on pizza. Mayonnaise on pizza is also fucking delicious.
1: Really, I've not tried that. Like, like just smear it on a slice. It. Like they literally like have bottles for
0: squirting mayonnaise on things. Like they'll put mayonnaise on rice and things like that, it looks. Like, oh yeah, you I knew know? that. But I found the best way is yeah, like mix it in with the cheese a little bit, so you don't even really know it's there but it adds this, like, tanginess to that cheese. Oh, like,
1: before you bake it?
0: Well, that's what I do. That's not what they do in Japan. They literally just squirt it over it after the fact. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, like, if you bake it, doesn't it just kind of turn into oil? (laughs) Welcome to our cooking show! (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm telling you, try it next time. Either squirt it over the top, which is also delicious, or do what I do and put it in and cook it with it. Either way, you get this really great kind of tangy flavor that is just Awesome
1: is the That'd mayonnaise in job. China the same as it is in America because one of the cooking ladies that I watch on you on uh, Facebook always uses Kewpie mayonnaise. Yeah, it's I think different. that's Japanese.
0: It's Japanese and and but yeah, it tastes different. But it's kind of like in America you've got like mayonnaise and you have like Miracle Whip, right? They both have yeah. very distinct flavors. Uh-huh. I'd say Kewpie mayonnaise is a little closer to Miracle Whip and that it's oh, a little okay. sweeter, yeah.
1: That was fascinating. What were we talking about? <laughs> the blood of the people. Ketchup, so, ketchup.
0: He drags the body into a room. Then the girl comes in and they hide the body in the closet. The Angelica comes in. She's freaking out. They get under the bed because two three other people come in. It's a Mormon.
1: Yes. A, a this is my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> this is my great. favorite part of the movie.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. You're right. <laughs> There's a Mormon missionary, Merrick. By the way, we do get introduced to everybody else, sort of at the beginning, because everybody, as, as Daniel and uh, and Angelica, I think, come into yeah. the party at the very beginning. Merrick kind of like gives them a tour and tells them a little bit about everybody. And this is where, by the way, having subtitles is really handy because you can just. Type yes. It um, but also, but but he mentions. Oh, and this guy—he's just a missionary, that a Mormon missionary that showed up at my door and I invited to the party. And his partner didn't want to come. Yes. But he ended up coming, and Jacques is going, starting to go crazy uh, as he gets more and more drunk. But he's also feeling guilty about it.
1: <laughs> somebody gives him it's a beverage somebody gives him like a bottle to drink from and in my subtitles it said like it it translated the bottle and it said that it was a hallucinogenic Drink. Oh. I don't know uh, what it was, but it's it said hallucinogenic, which makes sense because he hallucinates then throughout the rest of the movie.
2: Right.
1: Who does he get dragged in there by first? The twins, the slutty twins.
0: Yes, it's first the slutty twins. Yes, because they're the ones who are <laughs> dancing on him. God, I wish man when i was in college i wish i had slutty twins like this at a party (laughs) they just seem like a lot of fun
1: (laughs) oh my god they are so horny they are the horniest girls that have ever lived Uh and they get this missionary in there and he like he's trying to resist but these girls are not gonna take no for an answer (laughs) um the dead body and philip are just like Hiding in, on the corner, of the, and the girl too. I think
0: the girl they're hiding underneath the bed for a minute. The body kind of falls out of the closet, but they don't really. They're like kind of looked down, like oh, look another, another person. I don't know. They for a while this body is kind of there out in the open, but I think either people just assume he's passed out or whatever, and and they don't wh- really.
1: What's so funny to me is that these girls just ravage this boy (laughs) they are they are taking turns on him like it is (laughs) nuts Um, and he had tried to resist and talk about you know like no we believe that sex is for marriage only and uh, i don't know but he is getting laid (laughs) (laughs) and it keeps happening that's what's so funny like women it's so stupid (laughs) women just can't keep their hands off this guy in this movie and he just keeps finding himself getting grabbed by gorgeous women and thrown on beds and ridden ridden
0: ridden. and so then he starts starts hallucinating Jesus
1: (laughs) and then Jesus is there for the rest of the movie which I also thought was hilarious oh it was
0: so great like at one point so the girls leave And he's feeling guilty. He sits down and kneels in front of the door and he prays to this crucifix. It might be another room by then. I can't remember. Anyway, he's praying to this crucifix that's hanging over the door. And at this point, the MILF jumps in. Now, this is another woman who's central to the plot. Her name was... I um,
1: love her. Gloria.
0: She was my favorite.
1: Yeah. At one point, she dances for a long time to... I don't know who it is. Is it Blondie? Gloria? Uh, But the song from the 80s And it's great, it's a great dance song It's "It's my song (laughs) And yeah, so she's like the MILF Who shows up with some guy I don't know, whatever But she makes it very clear from the very beginning In that introductory package He's like, hey, this is my girlfriend She's like, "Oh no, 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 I'm not his girlfriend We're just friends, you know, Uh, we've been hanging out Or whatever, and she's insistent about it But she is very attractive She's probably what? Our age?
0: yeah we're age, are we yeah
1: <laughs>
2: she's
1: she's very beautiful, but she's also incredibly out of place in this i mean she doesn't act like it, and nobody else acts like it either like she's just having a good time, and everybody's down.
0: There's a whole sequence at the beginning where it's like guy after guy are having these little mini conversations about her, which is making you know her date there. Nervous because he is taking this relationship completely seriously. And she is absolutely like, no, no, no. This is just fun. And at one point, she has to take him out to the the outside because he's pissed because she's just been in with somebody, but they haven't actually done anything. It's the Dumb and Dumber Twins. (sighs)
1: I know exactly where you're going. Right. Like she had, she, the dumb and dumber guys, there are these two guys who are always trying to hook up with girls and do the
0: dorky guys trying to get laid.
1: Right. And like, they want to have a threesome with her or whatever. And she just messes with them. She makes them like dry hump each other and stuff with the promise of hooking up with her. But she gets caught by her, quote unquote boyfriend paw all and he takes her outside so that they she he can profess his undying love and then she gives what i thought was a very poignant and well-written monologue
0: yes <laughs> she just lays it out for him in the best
2: way what are you so scared of you think i'm in over my head and if i end up getting
3: hurt you'll have yourself Do to you blame really think that with a 17 year age gap you're the one most likely to get hurt Right now, dating an older woman is fantastic. I'm the MILF that all your friends envy. yes, the best sex of your life. That's because I have a lot more experience than those girls in there. Seventeen years, to be precise. But that doesn't matter. You brag about it, Pavel. Love isn't bragging. I love and respect you. I brag about us. There is no us. You want to have kids? Of course. Very much. Wonderful. If we're lucky, in nine months or so, we'll have a son who we'll name Chris. And we'll be one happy family, sleepless nights, changing, feeding, soothing him, but we'll survive. And eight years from now, you'll hit your 30s and I'll be past 50. My boobs will sag and so will my ass. I'll find more wrinkles and gray hairs every single day. Not quite the MILF anymore. You get yourself a tasty little side piece named Kasia, who rocks your world. You travel for work all the time, your kid misses you all the time, and I cover for your filthy little lies all the time. My self-esteem goes out the window with my looks and my husband. When you do manage to come home, we fight constantly about every little thing. The kid hears it, he thinks I'm evil. He thinks I'm being mean to his perfect little daddy. Kasha never has to deal with any of the shit. She's always in a good mood, so you decide to go and live with her and take our kid along for the move, because he thinks I'm a bad mother. And the blame for that will be on mine.
1: And only a woman of her age, and I speak as a man of her age, would understand she is preaching. She is telling the honest to God truth. She was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's the same thing. Like, I'm no MILF, but if I were the equivalent of that and could pull, like, young hot guys and was single, I would know. Like, no, this isn't. A relationship thing. Like, <laughs> I'm old enough to be your dad. It, 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 it may be fun for a little while, but it's not going to work out. And here's why: it's even it's <laughs> even more complicated, I think, in a heterosexual relationship, which which she makes clear. And then you find out later that she's telling her own story. Uh-huh. Basically, she just doesn't want. A repeat of what her life has already been which is uh you know getting with a guy based on being good looking and you know they're in love or whatever and then she has a kid and then he finds somebody younger and cuter and less complicated and goes off with him and she and takes the kid and blah 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 great monologue yeah when then later we find out that she's philip's mom that Came out of nowhere. That was the big reveal. I did not see that coming anywhere because Philip, who is the <laughs> the guy who's trying to cover up Merrick's body, he's also at this point accidentally killed Olivia too. That's
0: right, because she just like did she just had descri-
1: a- I, I have no idea what. Like he's just covering her mouth to keep her from screaming, to keep her quiet, and all of a sudden she starts seizing. And foaming at the mouth.
0: And she pulls out like what I guess is like an EpiPen, right? But it kind of falls on the floor. And then he notices it later and tries to stab it into her, but it's too late. She's dead. And he's crying.
1: Actually, I thought this was. Is she allergic to hands? I don't understand.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's. I don't know. I don't know what all the different afflictions you can have if, if you're. What's the word? Epileptic or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, but. Yeah, good question. It's well, anyway, it's not epilepsy. That's <laughs> <It's> not, not <laughs> no, that's not what epipens are for. What is it? But the, well, there's a certain condition where you just get seizures sometimes, right? Like just it that's, can happen. That's true. If you're yeah, excited there are lots of something. seizure
1: disorders, but epipens are for allergic reactions. Are they only though? <laughs> They're for other things so. too. There's I other. I don't know. There's other. Welcome drugs. to our medical podcast. <laughs>
0: we were much better at cooking than we are at medicine. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already so this guy Philip the photographer has already killed her too not on purpose but yep. now there's a couple bodies laying around and so he has to get out of the room that he's in so he wears a bearskin rug for reasons I don't understand is he trying to be incognito
0: I think so I think it's the best thing he can think of to cover himself up so people can't see who he is
1: he also but, doesn't have a shirt on. I thought Yeah, he's trying he was to stay cold.
0: warm yeah. as well. Yeah, because he know. climbs out
1: the window. But people sitting down on, in the lawn think it's an actual bear because there are actual bear nois- noises. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why were there actual bear noises? That's true. I do not understand funny. that. But anyway, he sees Gloria having sex with somebody else. It, no, it's not. I don't even remember. She, the missionary
0: in her frustration, she runs in the house and she's first she's upset. And then she's like, "Ah, forget, it. I'm just going to take control of the situation. She goes up, she opens the door. She sees the missionary who was praying to that um, that crucifix, grabs him and starts banging him on the bed, starts riding him. And at that moment, the missionary looks up at the crucifix and Jesus winks at him.
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> he also has he also has a talk with Jesus at some That's point right. where he says like I know that, you know, you said we're not supposed to have sex, but I just had sex with these two girls and it was awesome. So I'm changing my philosophy.
0: Please just make me a sex machine.
1: I'm going to be a sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> a sex machine! And it's like Jesus granted his prayer. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's it's so funny. And he's just this unassuming guy, like... Just an average, average guy, and these people can't keep their hands off of him. Ugh. Oh. So much else is going on. Like, honestly, I feel like we are building to the end, which is fine, but if if you're interested in this movie you should watch it because there is so much, there's intrigue. It's this movie is cut so that you're just seeing like two or three minute scenes jumping from people to people, to people, to people, to people. people. And like at some point, Anastasia confesses to her boyfriend that she cheated. And so he's mad at Philip, Philippe, Philippe, Philip, whatever his name is. (laughs) And Raffle who is Gloria's not boyfriend is now mad at the missionary because he walks in on them banging and... Daniel and Angelica Daniel has proposed to Angelica In front of everybody And she has run away And there's a whole scene where they're Yelling at each other through a door And everybody's listening And she talks about how the reason that she doesn't want to marry him A union can only be as strong as (gasps) the weakest link Our weakest
2: link Is the sex! You're lousy in bed, Daniel You absolutely suck! Newsflash! I'm bored to death having sex with you. It's Honey? always the same f- routine. One, two, three thrusts, and you're done, sweetheart. You Fucking like f- deja vu. One position, maybe two, and zero imagination. I started doing a grocery <laughs> list last time we had sex, but I didn't even finish that. Nothing in it for.
1: Let me it. in. Everyone out here can hear you.
2: Oh good. Let them listen. Are you enjoying this? You getting off uh, on it cuz that's more than I get. He can't even go down on me properly.
1: Angelica, I'm begging B- you.
2: he's staring into my eyes, which by the way, if they're open means I'm not coming. You told me watching me turns you I on. Hide. You've had a thousand orgasms. I have never come. <laughs> I faked them all. <laughs> Might as well say a million orgasms because they never ever existed. Daniel? you're a nice boy, and you'll make a great man someday, but I need one now, right fucking now. And I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but I want to enjoy my pussy, not marry one. Yes. <gasps> <laughs>
1: Now I that's 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 how it was translated for me. Yeah, me and too. And that was my favorite line. Me too. <laughs> I want to enjoy my pussy, not marry one.
0: Oh god, that was so funny.
1: And then he's all upset because she called him a pussy and he's outside like, I'm not a pussy, I'll show her pussy, and he gets an axe. So this
0: <sighs> yeah, this was the point. Like the the camera pulls back and you see the silhouette of him and the axe there, and he looks at it. And he picks it up, and this is when I'm thinking, okay, because, by the way, but at this point in the movie, I would have turned it off if I had not seen that opening sequence of everybody being dead, because I'm not really into this kind of drama-type stuff anymore. It's, there, to me, there are like 15 different movies, more than that, different movies like this, but because we know everyone's dying, I'm just I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen, and I was really thoroughly enjoying myself. When I see this guy pick up the axe, I'm like, aha, now we're going to get our first like premeditated murder.
1: But this guy, but but he's such like like from the least I mean, likely person. Exactly. Right? I mean, he seems he just seems like a really sweet, nice guy. Mm-hmm. He he's he's a good looking guy, but he's not like, he's like a boyish
0: charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's he's small. He's short. Like he's probably about the same height as his girlfriend, who also is you know like not a beauty queen she's a she's an attractive young lady but she's not like a stunner
0: she's the female equivalent she's like girl next door cute kind of conservatively dressed you know whatever she doesn't seem like she's going to be one of these people running around banging everybody like half the other
1: right if it if it weren't polish i would say they're an all-american couple you know they're they're just young nice people Uh, but you're right so you wouldn't think that he would be the one and he's not. He's
0: not. <laughs> that's what's so great about the movie. It just kept it kept flipping things a little bit. And so I thought that was funny. He goes in with the axe, all Jack Nicholson style, and starts breaking down the door. He's axing through the door, gets a hold of the door, he jumps in. At the same moment where it's cutting between this and the fight that's happening in the bedroom upstairs, because it's Olivia. Jordan is now in there because he's pissed because angelica was cheating on him she had confessed to him that she was cheating angelica by the way has holed herself up because she's just kind of flipping out
1: in the laundry room yeah
0: got. Her, she's washing her clothes and she's sitting on top of the laundry um the clothes washer and it something's happened with the clothes washer and water starting to come out of it and it's starting to seep into the rest of the of the rooms downstairs but nobody seems to be noticing
1: and now I'm thinking, okay, uh. <laughs> now I see where this is headed. But yeah, but the, the the fight upstairs is hilarious because it's just, people just keep coming in. Like, yeah. it starts out with just three people. Rafal, is that his name? I don't know. Comes in because Gloria is... Riding the missionary uh, so he starts punching the missionary but then philip comes in through the window and starts punching rafael and is like dude that's my mom and this is the <laughs> this is the reveal yeah like you you already said it before but this is the first time that we find out that gloria is Philippe's mom so it's a very <laughs> stifler's mom kind yeah, of situation
0: exactly and then jordan comes in and then he gets hit and he's
1: and fighting. he punches he punches philip because Philip is the guy that his girlfriend cheated on him with, but then Philip's mom, Gloria, is like, hey, knock it off, and he punches her. Yeah. <laughs> he thought that was hilarious. Oh
0: my gosh. He just decks her. That fight kind of starts coming down the stairs. And then suddenly where did the guns? Oh, because the, the twins have the guns. The twins
1: guns. have had the guns the whole time. That's the right. The twins have also been molesting everybody that crosses their path. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's there's one guy that has been tied up on a bed for basically the whole movie. That was one of the things, like, ultimately I liked this movie, but it, it kind of irritated me a little bit that they introduced us to all these characters, some of which are pretty inconsequential. Like That guy that ends up getting tied up on the bed, his name is Darius, and he's supposed to be the world's biggest womanizer. And there's a whole scene early on where some girl that he's hooked up with comes in and confronts him. And I thought that he was going to be a huge character. And you don't see him again until he's tied up and gagged on a bed. And he remains there the rest of the time. At some point, do those twins stick a hairbrush up his butt? Oh,
0: I don't know. I didn't <laughs> notice that. What? I didn't notice that. I just... I <laughs> what?
3: Did I look away <laughs> from
0: the screen when that went down?
1: Yeah, they, They're like... Something about he needs a poke and uh, (laughs) one of them picks up. Remember those hairbrushes that our sisters had in the 80s that were like a 360 round bristle?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh
1: I'm sure women still use them. I don't know. No women live in my house. Um, But one of them picks it up by the bristles and is just holding up the handle and says, this will work. And then the other twin grabs the handle and flips it over and says, no, I think this way is better. And the guy's eyes get really big and then it just zooms in on him and he goes. "Mm."
0: (laughs) Oh, geez. I did not remember that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's all kinds of hijinks going on. The big fight, the big fight somehow ends up moving downstairs where just everybody starts fighting. Well, the girl, it's like accidental punches get thrown and things. Accidental
0: punches get thrown, but the party's still kind of around them. But what basically happens, I think, is one of the twins jumps on somebody. Who then well, the is...
1: twins come in. Oh, somebody... Oh, God, this is funny. The two guys that Gloria had made hump each other ever since then have had weird tension, yes. which <laughs> felt very much to me like sexual tension. Yeah. Like, I thought those guys were going to hook up for sure. Uh, um, but the bigger one calls the little one gay or something, and so he runs off. He ends up finding Merritt's body... Holds it in his arms, saying, Oh, baby, baby.
2: Uh, (laughs) I
1: don't know, like, I don't know if they had a relationship or he's very
0: distressed about this. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and straight guys don't typically call each other guys, baby, not usually, no, whatever. Anyway, so then he's like. Who did this? So he comes downstairs. All this craziness is going on. The twins walk in. One of them is spinning the gun on her finger. Oh. So he's like, "Gun, my boyfriend was shot in the head. It must have been her." So he picks up a baseball bat. He's got a baseball bat. Yeah, he came in. He came in swinging. Oh, yes, he's got a baseball bat, <laughs> and he hits her with it. And explodes one of her boobs. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it explodes.
0: It explodes one of her implants or something. It, it's like it gets red and she says,
1: Oh my god, it's it's exploded. It's, it's never gonna ruined. go back. I can't <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but it's gross. It's not just like saline, no. it's like blood and flesh well, like explodes. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. And uh, then I don't know what happens from there. Some,
0: someone leaps on someone's back. She's I think she leaps on his back. Yes. He's spinning around the one with the gun. the gun. Yeah. And this is this is the only place where I was like, "Oh, come on." Well, I mean, you know, relatively speaking, of course, because she starts shooting the gun as he's spinning around. And that's what ends up taking out at least 10 people. A
1: bunch. Yeah, a lot. But there's also still fighting going on. There's no way that
0: gun holds enough ammo for as many oh, no. times as it goes off. But
1: Oh, absolutely not. And, and people are just getting shot right between the eyes. Like, it's, it's yeah. insanity. But there's also... The fighting is still going on. And I think Gloria ends up killing her son by accident. Like, she tries to hit somebody else and she accidentally hits him.
0: Yeah. And then what? somebody goes to hit somebody else and hits the TV... And the TV falls down and just narrowly barely misses somebody else to get crushed. But then the TV uh, falls into that water, so there's water all over the floor, basically all over the downstairs, and that's what more or less takes out everybody who by this point isn't already dead.
1: But this scene is so funny because it's the, ridiculous, but it's hilarious. The music that is—is is it Bon Jovi? I can't remember.
0: Can't remember what's playing. What music is playing in the background? But it's some hard rock. Too. It's
1: hair. It's like hair rock. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And everybody is convulsing to the beat of this yeah. song, including the, the random dude who wandered in earlier to pick up a guitar. He's still got the guitar in his hand. And so it looks like he's playing the guitar. Yes. And, and Felicia is,
1: f- is dead on the piano, <laughs> but his convulsing. fingers start twitching.
0: Oh my gosh. It was so funny. Oh. I, I thought, it's
1: ridiculous, but it's so ridiculous that it works. And the other people, as they're being electrocuted, just look like dumb dummies from the 80s who head, used to dance like that. Yeah, dance like that, <laughs> headbanging or whatever. It is so funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Oh. At, by this point, point, when and you can tell, when that fight starts up in the bedroom, Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention guy. that once, once. oh yeah, the pizza guy, oh, this poor pizza guy's got all kinds of problems. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his boss is calling him and yelling at him every five minutes. His mother with Alzheimer's is home alone and is burning her building down. Like It's yeah. just a nightmare, and he eventually decides to hang himself, and he does. But also, when Daniel axed his way into the room, he didn't kill... Angelica they just had the wildest sex ever and that was one of her complaints was that he was fast and boring and now they are porn star banging
0: yes on everything in the room in every position while everybody else is dying How
1: and the climax end? the climax of them dying is him pissing on her yes. <laughs> this Which... this movie treats Golden showers like they're a hot, sexy thing.
0: Mm. That was the payoff from an earlier line where somebody was mad at somebody else and screamed at him, I, I even let you give me a golden shower. And then yeah. it, she had looked at David and said, you were never giving me a golden shower. And he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but he does and oh. she likes it just like and the way that it's shot like it's shot between his legs and we like I said we have seen so much sex before this but they are naked and he is just, like you don't see his penis that's the only thing that you don't see but you just see him pissing on her face and tits like what and when did smiling. I come to this movie
0: I know right
1: <laughs> I think I must have switched tabs on my computer. Right. Oh, jeez. But anyway, so everybody gets electrocuted except for this one girl who's been on Molly the whole time. I mean, I that's this. the old, You just see her dancing the whole time. She's the only one who's like, because she's dancing on a platform or something. And she doesn't even realize everybody's dead. Anastasia comes out. She was sitting on the dryer, so she was okay too. She comes out and she finds everybody dead. She sees the gun and she picks it up and she hears something behind her and so she immediately just turns and shoots and oh. ends up shooting
0: That's right. Uh, the David couple and Anastasia, yeah.
1: Like he's standing behind her, like he's got his arms draped over her shoulders and she, She shoots through both of them.
0: It's like she shoots through their hearts. Did you notice that?
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Stupid.
1: Stupid. Um, And then I don't know. I don't remember what happens. What happens to her?
0: She She slips and falls. And so she, because she ends up being the only person who actually survives this. She slips and falls and knocks her head. So she's like kind of paralyzed, I guess. But she's making groaning noises. And I think she's the one who in the very beginning we see getting pulled out of the the wreckage.
1: No, she's dead. That's the Molly girl. It's the Molly girl? Are you uh-huh. sure? Be- yes, because she says, I promise I'll never do drugs again.
0: But Anastasia also did drugs, and she's the one who kind of set it all off.
1: I think it's the Molly girl, because I don't think we ever see the Molly girl die.
0: Well, she just kind of falls. I don't yeah. know. I, th- I thought maybe she was just dead from dehydration, because the whole... Well, that could whole, be. yeah. I thought it was her. Well, I'd have to go back and check to, to know for sure, but...
1: Who knows? Whatever. It doesn't matter. She trips and hits her head on a stair or a ledge or whatever. And then you get a voiceover. Yes. Now, first of all, music starts playing, and it's the House of the Rising Sun, which is a great song and really well-suited to the tone of this ending. But you get this voiceover, which I only wrote the first part down, because I maybe if you have time, you'll put it in I don't know but it's chemistry is the study of matter and you come to find out that this is the suicide note of the pizza guy that Uh he has written on toilet paper before he hangs himself in the bathroom and he just talks about how everything is interrelated. And it, some things it, it,
0: repel each other, some things don't. Are everything's attracted atoms. to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's clearly, and, like, he's a chemist. He's like a closet chemist, or he's like studying chemistry or something.
1: But it also is all applicable to the events, you know, like.
0: Yes, it's like a commentary uh, on what just happened.
1: Everything's connected. Everything's connected. And he says, uh,. He got kicked out of school or something, but I did stumble across the cure for Alzheimer's. So hopefully, at least that will be my legacy.
0: Benefit to humanity. I'm leaving it right here. And you can see on the note that he's written these chemical formulas.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then it goes back to the cops, and they're like, looking easily. They're like, well, he's obviously a delivery guy. Who knows what happened? No sign of a suicide note, so I guess we'll never know. That was the toilet paper that the one cop had given to the other to wipe his mouth off after he barfed in the beginning.
0: Yeah, so we've lost the cure for Alzheimer's.
1: (laughs) It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. And then. Like, okay, the movie's over, but no, it isn't. Mm -hmm. Because then we attend Angelica and Daniel's wedding in heaven. If you're not keeping up with these names, (laughs) the people that we described as the all Americans, the the dirty sexers. Um, Now we're at their wedding in heaven, except I I don't think it's supposed to be heaven.
0: Yeah, it's uh, perhaps. I mean, you could read it however you want because thematically it's all the same. But this is sort of an alternate reality where they did get married and everybody else kind of got along and like all of these relationships that were in turmoil were resolved in different ways.
1: Yeah, Gloria catches the bouquet and reunites with Uh Pawel. And Philip takes their picture like he's cool with it. Um, And Merritt and Rafa, the two guys, make out. Um, The only ones that don't work out are Anastasia and Jordan. She's still bored with him. So instead, she pairs up with the pizza guy and she's like, wait a second, aren't you that guy that cured Alzheimer's? Uh Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and so she takes him back to the same library that she had taken Philippe to before, and you, we don't see this, we just hear it. She's like, hey, what's this weird key? And then you hear a gunshot again, and then it goes to credits. Yeah. like So like even in the alternate world, she's still a dummy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even in the alternate world, things are still fated to turn out the same way it's weird but you know I think it all kind of thematic this is what I thought was so clever but one of the things I thought was so clever about the writing was just how it all wrapped up and how it actually had a theme to it you know it had this idea because they talk about star signs and they talk about who's aligned and who's not and you know the, the girl saying the stars are aligned I think the whole concept here is that all these people at this party were sort of cosmically faded to this but then this alternate reality shows well what if it was different What if, you know, everybody did kind of get along and then that that kind of zinger at the end says, even so, they're still faded (laughs) to this end. You know, I don't know. You know, it's just something to think about. It's kind of this notion bounce back and forth that just a cute way, I thought, to wrap up the movie. That kind of hangs over the whole movie. I,
1: I just, I just thought it was so clever. The writing was so smart. I liked it because it made it a little less gloomy. Yeah, like, that because too. Th- those those characters, I actually liked them. <laughs> and and I I I knew they were gonna all end up dead. I I knew that going in. Um, but I actually came to like them, so it was kind of nice to see that at the end. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. We may have talked about it for all I know, but um, that's how Heathers was supposed to end, too. Oh, really? You know, a- after the end and everybody was dead, there was supposed to be a scene in heaven with all of the people who had died
2: oh. to
1: show that they were all in heaven. And they ultimately... I don't remember if they filmed it or not, but it was definitely scripted. Um, and they ended up not doing it and just leaving it bleak. And you could have left this bleak, but... <sighs> And Heathers is a comedy, too. But this is a comedy, and I would rather walk away from it feeling light yeah, as opposed to heavy.
0: It was proper. It, I think it just it was fitting for the tone of the movie. You know, the, the whole movie is not meant to be taken seriously. When these horrible things are happening. It's nice to have this ending that's a little more uplifting and upbeat. It just rounded out the experience for me and made me enjoy the movie that much more. Uh, I Don't get me wrong, and we've talked about this millions of times on the podcast before, bleak endings are great. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they're fitting, and sometimes it's annoying when there should be a bleak ending and there's something happy tacked on. Agreed. You know, it kind of reminded me, um, do you remember Very Bad Things? Did you ever see that?
1: mm mm-hmm. that, um, I don't think so.
0: Cameron Diaz, Daniel Stern, a whole bunch of stars in it. It was a 90s movie that I think a lot of people forgotten about because it was just... The darkest comedy you'll ever see. Like, horrible, horrible things are happening that are being made light of. And that's how dark comedy works. But at the end of it, you just leave like, oh, my God, I need to take a shower. Like, it's it's fine. I I don't want to be too critical of it. But my God, like, if this movie had ended how Very Bad Things was ending, and that's the direction I thought it was going, I know I would have left here just emotionally a little shaken. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and in this case, like uh, like we just said, it, it the balance was just perfect, and not only that, but it again it, it spoke to the theme that he was going for with the film, which I thought was just supremely clever.
1: Yeah, I thought it was. I, ultimately, I walked away from it really satisfied. Yeah, I said earlier it's American Pie, and I think I said that largely because of the mom, the hot mom character, and also because it's raunchy, but. Sh- As far as like structure goes, it's also a lot like that 2000s teen movie, Can't Hardly Wait, where it's a bunch of different characters at a party and interacting um, at a party. Gosh, you know, it's New Year's Eve. There's a New Year's Eve countdown. Like the big finale basically starts at midnight on New Year's. I really enjoyed it. Again, like I said before, I it felt a little tedious in the beginning, but I really think that that was just because I was working. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you're just watching it for fun, I don't think it'll bother you so much. No, and the payoff is fun. Ultimately, I thought it was a really fun movie. I know you watched the subtitled one. Good for you, Smarty Pants. Um, <laughs> but uh, the dub is is quite good. It it, it doesn't. It's not off putting. It's it doesn't pull you out. So. If you prefer a dub, you, it's perfectly fine. And really, I think this is my favorite one that we watched of the holiday season. It was yeah. a lot of fun.
0: It was the most fun of the ones we watched. I mean, without being just totally bonkers out there. I think my second favorite was definitely the uh, <laughs> the Crazy Killer Samurai movie. But that's yeah. because it was bonkers and a little inept. Right. This, this one was just a clever, fun, great movie. I mean, it's it's horror, but most of it's... Drama, comedy, you know, it's just kind of all there.
1: But it is bloody. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very bloody. And violent.
0: It's, and it's also fitting for the year. We don't know what's going to happen with the new year, and things may seem bleak and stuff, but maybe everything will turn out okay, and uh, and we got to have hope, and this movie does end on a hopeful kind of note in its own way. It's nice. It's a good thing to do for 2024.
1: Yeah, and again, uh, I, I'm going to just jump on the optimism wagon. I know that a lot of people have had a lot of struggles. I know that there's a lot of conflict in the world, but I've had a pretty good year. You know, my friends and family are healthy um, and uh, I'm surrounded by people I love. I've got great friends. Uh, I've got people all over the world writing to us, you know, saying really nice things. Um, it's, it's been a good year for me and I hope it has been for all of you and whether it has been or not, I hope that 2024 is even better. And I think it can be,
0: you know, my job has been good and stable and I'm here with family and friends right now. We're all able to get together for the first time in a very long time that my sisters and I have been in the same room. I mean, it's been at least a decade uh, and we are all able to get together with my parents for the holidays. So I'm going out on 2023 on a great note. 2023 itself has been really positive for me. So uh, I just want to say, I'll put it out there, though, that I also feel optimistic personally.
1: It's going to be a big year. What
0: a time it's going to be. So it's going to be an exciting year, if nothing else. Uh, And I'm really I'm really anxious for it. And because I'm a positive, optimistic dude, I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to send my positive energy out there. Uh, to hope that that has some effect. And I encourage you guys to do the same.
1: Yeah, and we'll keep trying to bring positivity here, too.
2: So Yes,
0: this is our refuge, you know. We don't want to be a space (laughs) of negativity. (laughs) This is our refuge. This is the moment during the week when we can just sit back and laugh and have a good time no matter what's happening and enjoy each other's company. And so we're going to make sure the show stays that way as well. Well, uh, thank you so much for all of your messages that you've been sending us. Uh, We will... Uh, get back to those we can't wait to see what the new year brings with new listeners and, and new feedback from you guys please uh, go to our website chainsawhorror.com any one of our social media channels are link to from there you can just google two guys and chainsaw podcast leave us a note let us know what you're uh, planning for 2024 your outlook on everything the movies that you would like us to see doing in this next year we've got a theme month coming up in February that was chosen by our patrons that we're very excited about patreon.com slash chainsaw podcast if you're interested in getting it on that action Um, on our website there's a link for you to leave us a voice message and next week we're going to be looking at another voice message we just love hearing your voices as much as your text and we do listen to and respond to every single one of those so thank you guys so much for your support over these years and for the year to come until next time I'm Todd and I'm Craig with two guys and a chainsaw